Good morning. It is still morning my time. It is currently 11.30 a.m. I do have my coffee here with me. Mm, let's take a big sip together, shall we? Welcome to Coffee Talks with Ash. My name is Ash. I am your host for this podcast where I talk about my life, my experiences, any advice I wish to share with other people, any information I've come across that I'd like to get out there, and basically anything I want to talk about. <laughs> um, we will kind of touch base on the podcast I uploaded last time uh, in regards to stress. I am still dealing with quite a few circumstances and situations in my personal life that are causing a lot of stress and is a lot going on. So, I do apologize for not uploading last weekend. It was Father's Day. So, happy belated Father's Day to any fathers out there listening. Um, you are appreciated. I hope you know that. At least the father figures that I know of in my life. Um, and let's just uh, jump into things. Um, I am going to try to get two episodes up for this week, considering that I missed last week. I do have a limited time that I am recording today because I have some events going on that I am required to attend and I am excited to attend. Uh, it's my boyfriend's brother's birthday this weekend and when he gets off work we are going directly over to celebrate with his family. So I will do my best to record a second podcast. No guarantees today, but if it's not today I will do my best to get it up maybe earlier next week. So. One thing I wanted to talk about this podcast, this episode, is parents and parenting. Um, especially since Father's Day just passed, I, I wanted to talk about that. And I actually had a very long and in-depth conversation with my boyfriend about this last weekend. Really regretting not recording while we were talking. So I'm going to try to my best to remember some of the topics that we discussed and include that information in here for you guys today. So, first thing I wanted to go over is that our parents, when you think of your parents, for me particularly, when I was a child, I always put them on this big pedestal with super high expectations. You know, they're perfect, they can never do anything wrong, they're always right, um, they know what's best, you know, I feel like that's pretty common, at least in my area and what I've seen throughout my life. A lot of people are under that same expectation as I am when you're younger, that your parents are supposed to know everything, they're supposed to be there for you through everything, and they're supposed to be quote-unquote perfect. So, I wanted to bring something to your attention if you don't know it already. Your parents are people. They're individuals, just like you or I, and none of us are perfect. Even though they might pretend that they are or like to think that they are sometimes, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We're all still learning and growing as we experience life. Experiences change your perspective and they change you. Whether that's for a good way or a bad way, that's completely up to you. So I wanted to point that out because I realized as a, as a young age, at least from my perspective, a young age, that my parents were individuals and they were people and not these superheroes that I thought they were. And that is something that I, 
I used to think about a lot because I remember when I was young, I used to think that my dad was my superhero and that he was perfect and he could never do anything wrong. And if anybody was talking smack about him, they had to be wrong because my dad's perfect and I don't care what you have to say. Kind of thought process, you know? I'm really close with both of my parents. I'm very lucky to say that uh, both my parents are still together, they are still alive, they're still in my life, they are still incredibly positive influences on me as a person, and I am very lucky to be able to say I get to witness them go through this crazy experience we call life on a regular basis and see how they handle these certain situations. But the main point I wanted to get on today is that realizing your parents are people and they are individuals, they make mistakes. They don't always realize that they're making mistakes when they're raising you because there's no guidebook for being a parent. Uh, if you are a parent right now, like my best friend is, I am not a parent. The closest thing I have is a dog. So I get to witness parenting on the sidelines and from an outside perspective as she is raising her two children. I also have other friends or acquaintances in my life as well that are parents and I get to hear those experiences from them as well. So everyone's parenting style is different. There's no guidebook for parenting. There are tons of resources out there nowadays actually for you to figure out what kind of parent you want to be. Whether that is uh, an easy laid back parent or super strict parent. And I remember a few years ago, I actually used to call myself a cop mom, even though I didn't have any kids because of how I interacted with my best friend's kids. I can be very strict on certain things with them, um, but I can also be very laid back and relaxed on other things with them. So it just depends on what parenting style you want to do. For me personally, I'm more about teaching people how to deal with their emotions so that they can handle situations that would be stressful in the future, they would be able to handle those effectively and healthy in a healthy way because I am still learning on how to deal with my emotions. So that is the point of my life that I'm in at this moment. So I just wanted to make sure that you think about your parent not just as a parent but also as an individual and a person because that's what they are. They are still trying to figure out life just like we are. They're still trying to do the best that they can with themselves and now they're also trying to do the best that they can with you as the child. Or it could be vice versa and you're the parent listening to this and trying to figure out what to do with your child and how to raise your child. Um, I do listen to another podcast that goes over parenting and experiences that this person has with raising her three daughters. It's an amazing podcast. It's called After Hours with Amanda, if you ever want to check it out. It talks about relationships and communication quite a bit. It's got a lot of psychology in it. So here, there's that quick promo for you. This is not sponsored by After Hours with Amanda. I just thought it might be something that would be interesting for anyone listening to this. But it's not just about parenting, it's about psychology and how you handle your emotions. So we shouldn't be putting our parents on this pedestal and putting these super high standards on them. Now granted when you're younger, when you're like 10 or 11, from the time you're born 
to about that age range, they're all you know. They're, you see them the most, you see how they react to certain situations and certain environments, and as a child, you mimic that because you see that the most and you think that that's normal. So on the other side of the spectrum for parents, when you're raising those children and they're that young, it can be incredibly difficult to remember to keep yourself in check of what you're doing and what you're saying because your child sees that and they mimic that because those are one of the main ways that they learn when they're that young. Um, One interesting example that I have is when I was growing up, um, when I turned the age of 16, my parents bought me a car. And they bought me like a $500 beater off of Craigslist. But because I didn't earn that, and I didn't save up the money myself to buy the car, I did not respect the car. And I didn't appreciate the car. I trashed that car within six months. It was broken down. I blew the transmission out of it. So then my parents went and got me another car. Uh, Granted, it was a little bit nicer. It was a Lexus. But I respected that car more because I had gone without my first vehicle for a few months before I got that other one. But I still didn't respect it as much. And one thing that I wish that had been done with me when I was growing up in that situation is teaching me to respect it by making me earn some of the money to pay for the vehicle. Now, in my dad's experience, he had to pay for his own vehicle, the complete amount of, the complete cost of the vehicle, if he wanted one. His parents didn't buy one for him. He had to go buy it himself. I wish that there was a compromise to that, and that is one of the things I would personally do with my children when I have them, is making them work for it so that they respect what they have more. Maybe not making them completely buy the whole purchase of the car in this instance. Maybe saying that, okay, you save up money and I'll match whatever you save up. That would be a good compromise in that instance of teaching them that you have to work hard to get what you want in life instead of it just being handed to them. Because when you just hand it to them, they don't respect it. But that is also age-appropriate as well. Obviously, you're not going to do that with a three-year-old who wants a toy out of the store. You can't make them understand the concept of working hard for something at that age range. Usually that's more appropriate when they're older, at least from my experience. If I'm wrong, feel free to correct me down in the comments. Um, So teaching them to respect what they have, that's something that's a huge lesson lesson that I've learned on my own as an adult. Um, I started learning that probably in like late teens, respecting what I have. Uh, I remember I bought my own school supplies because I was very particular about my school supplies. My mom did buy me school supplies. I'm not saying that she didn't, um, but I was very particular about the kind of school supplies. I still am very particular about my stationary supplies. So pens, paper, post-it notes, all of the things. I've, I've got a bad problem with stationery. So teaching them to respect what they have and teaching them that something that's worth having, they have to work for, is an important lesson for us as parents to teach our children. But 
going back to the main topic of this and remembering that your parent is not just a parent and they are an individual. They are figuring this out as they go and recognizing what they're teaching you. One thing that is always constantly in my mind when I am around my best friend with her two kids is seeing the behavior and the environment that they're in currently and foreseeing how that's going to affect them as they get older. So, for example, on this one, seeing behavior now and how it transitions as they age, um, my best friend has two little boys, oldest is seven, youngest is three. They could not be completely more opposite, I swear. The oldest is very young, or not young, He's she calls him an old soul. He is very mature for his age, quiet, timid, uh, almost holds back in in the main aspect of things. He He's not very outgoing. He's more of an introvert. But the youngest is a complete opposite. And he is uh, a wild child for sure. I don't know how she deals with him on a regular basis. I very much love both of them t with every little bit of my soul. They are amazing individuals. But that's particularly that. They are individuals. And you can't raise them both the same way and expect them to turn out the same way. Because not all of us are the same. If that was the case, then every single one of the, in the universe in the world would be exactly the same as you or I. And we wouldn't have a lot of the problems that we are having nowadays. So, I see behavior in my youngest nephew, the three-year-old, that I can see transitioning as he gets older. And... I'm not his parent. I am his aunt. Not biologically, but you get where I'm going with that. I, I'm basically an aunt to him because I've known his mother for so long and I'm always going to be in his life. So I see some behavior that he is exhibiting at this point in time, at this point in his life. And I see it, how it's going to transition as he becomes a teenager and as he gets older. And it worries me sometimes with some of the behavior that I see. Because it can be interpreted as incredibly disrespectful. And so that worries me. And I know that she's handling it to the best of her ability. She's the parent. She's the one who gets to make that call between her and her husband. She's not technically married, but they've been engaged for so long. They might as well be. Uh, her and her husband are the parents, and they are the ones that get to make that decision. If they want my help, I know they will ask, and sometimes I give the advice regardless of whether or not they want it, because again, it concerns me. But then I see the same things with Alex, my oldest nephew, he's a seven-year-old, who I see the behavior that he's exhibiting and how that's going to transition as he becomes a teenager, because he is also, he's seven. So it's not that very far in the future for him to become a teenager. And he's just, for lack of a better word, he's almost naive. He wants to believe the best in everybody. He also wants to listen to everything that's going on around him. He wants to be involved, but he wants to be involved almost in a background sense. And I can see how that transitions as he gets older. I feel like he's going to be incredibly susceptible to peer pressure. Because he wants to be friends with everybody and he wants everybody to like him, but he also wants to do what he wants to do. So, making sure that we're realizing our parents aren't perfect, they're still learning. And I know that, I'm sure Alex will understand that eventually. He is still very young. 
Holden's not quite there yet. He's the youngest. He's the three-year-old. Um, but seeing those behaviors and hoping that they transition into something wonderful and something that's beneficial for them um, as his aunt is something that is incredibly... It's, it's terrifying, but it's also incredibly rewarding because then you see those moments of transition and thought process for them. At, for example, Alex, not Alex, Holden, the three-year-old, he's starting to talk. And he's still, to me, it's still a lot of gibberish, but he's making sentences and he's putting words together. And seeing that transition from about a year ago is incredibly rewarding. Um, and I know that it's only going to be a matter of time before he's actually making coherent sentences. And it's, it's so interesting to see that growth and that progress and that transition from somebody that you witnessed being born. Well, I wasn't. I didn't witness him actually being born, but I was there a few days afterwards. So you see these people as individuals from teeny tiny little human beings and how they're progressing as they get older. And it's, it's an amazing experience and a rewarding experience to see how they're becoming people of their own and making sure that we are understanding what they need as an individual and checking in with them, making sure that we, we are being there being what they need at that time. Um, again, parenting doesn't come with a guidebook. We're all just doing the best that we can. So I know that my best friend and her husband are doing the best that they can. and They are such strong people for handling the situations that they've been dealt over the course of this year. And I know it's been really, really hard for everybody involved. Um, but that also translates into being a parent because they are parents to those two kids and it's a perfect example that no one's perfect they're just trying to do the best that they can at that time and they're trying to handle the situation the best that they can at that time i'm not perfect my best friend's not perfect her husband's not perfect nobody is perfect and that's really important to understand and to let your kids know hey mom's having a bad day I, I, I really need this right now. I need this from you right now. Or, hey, daddy had a long day. I really just need to relax right now. Could you go play in your room for a few minutes? Or for, for an, a 30 minutes? Or let's go outside and you can go run around in the yard. Just stay where I can see you. But I just need some downtime. Letting your kids know that you're not perfect and that you are human, that is okay. There's nowhere anywhere that says you are not allowed to tell them that mom's having a bad day or that dad's having a bad day or I'm struggling right now. You can tell them that. It's okay for you to talk to them like they are people. But you also want to teach them how to handle themselves as well. And you are not the end-all be-all for everything. They're going to come across other quote-unquote authority figures in their lifetime. And maybe they'll take certain things from those authority figures that they really liked. It's all uh, kind of nature versus nurture in that instance almost, where they're in influenced by their environment. Now on that note, and going into that nature versus nurture, I have spoken to several people uh, that I've met in my life, uh, some of which I'm still friends with and I'm still acquaintances with where they didn't have a similar upbringing to what I did. They had a very different upbringing, which is 
absolutely fine. Um, but I'm referring more to an abusive upbringing or a broken household kind of upbringing. And I'm not saying that those parents were right in any way, shape, or form. This is not my way of making excuses for those parents. You as a parent, it is your responsibility to teach your child how to be a, a person in society. And your actions and what you do reflect onto that child. And depending on how old they are, they will see this as normal. They will see what you are doing in your household as normal. So whether that is you're not communicating in a healthy way with your partner and you're constantly yelling and screaming at one another, your child that is witnessing this is going to see that that's normal. Or perhaps it's an, an abusive situation where one significant other or partner is hitting another and it's getting physical. Your child that is in this environment is witnessing that and sees that it is normal. And it is not normal for that to happen. That is not okay. If you need help, there are a ton of resources for you to reach out to. Um, whether that's a therapist or a counselor, there are so many different resources for you to utilize nowadays that are at your fingertips. There is no excuse, no reason for anyone to be mentally, emotionally, or physically abusing anyone. I want to stress that. That's very important. If you need help and you're struggling, again, there's multiple resources out there at your fingertips for you to utilize. And you need to utilize that. Though There is no shame in asking for help. We all need a little help sometimes. And I know sometimes being a parent can be incredibly overwhelming. And you feel like you're at your wit's end. And you don't know what to do. Reach out for help. There's nothing wrong with that. It, you may feel like you have no one to ask for help. There's social media everywhere that gets us connected more than we have ever been in the last... 10, 15, 20 years. There are so many different people that you can reach out to on social media. There's therapy, there's counseling you can reach out to on social media. The internet has created a whole abundance of resources for you to use at your fingertips. It has never been easier to get help than it is now. You have that opportunity. It is your decision to use it. So I please beg of you to use it and to not teach your child that it is normal for that situation. I do know people who have been in abusive relationships, whether that is mentally, physically, or emotionally, and they brought children into that relationship and it took them forever to get out. And I understand that sometimes you don't always recognize it's a problem, but it's important for you to understand what you're teaching your child by letting that happen to you. You may feel like you're protecting them by letting it happen to you, but you're not because you're, think you're teaching them that that's okay and it's okay for them to do that to you and it's not. So please, I beg of you, reach out, get help. If you need help, there are so many different resources. You can reach out to me directly. Um, I can point you in different areas for those resources. I'm always here to help. My, my door is always open. So please, I beg of you, don't let it don't let yourself become a statistic. I'm, I'm really stressful on that. I've seen it too much and it's become too normalized for that to keep continuing. So domestic abuse is real. It does happen. And 
you need to get help. I promise. It's not the end of the world and things will get better. But going back to our, sorry, I didn't mean to get incredibly sad for a second there, but it was an important discussion for us. So my next topic I wanted to cover on this is that um, parents aren't always biological. So let's say you're adopted. My dad's adopted. Or let's say that you do have parents, but maybe you don't get along with them so well. For me, my parents are amazing. I love my parents. I grew up in a very happy household, so that was always wonderful. But I still have parents, almost surrogate parents, my friend's parents that I consider parents. My best friend's parents, for example, I consider her mom my mom. And I've grown up with them almost my whole life. So your parents, someone you consider a parent doesn't always have to be a biological parent. It could be just a parental figure in your life that you look up to. But remembering that that person is still a person and they are not perfect and recognizing some of the flaws that maybe you see in them, maybe that should not be your aspiration to grow up to be like them with that particular flaw. You can still take the good things from them you can take good things from anybody. Just try not to take the bad things from them. Because just because you see them as a parental figure doesn't mean that they're perfect, doesn't mean that they don't make mistakes, doesn't mean that they aren't learning. It's very important to remember that your parents are still learning. They're still trying to figure out this thing we call life. They're, they're just doing the best that they can. So remember that when you celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day for the parental figures in your life. That even though you may not agree with some of the things that they did when you were growing up, they were just doing the best that they could at that time. I'm not making excuses for the absolutely extreme cases that we just discussed. I am just encouraging you to remember and realize that they're people. They act like people. They make mistakes. It's very important for us to remember that. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. So I think that's where I'd like to stop on this particular episode. Um, so to recap, parents are people, they're individuals, they make mistakes. Watch what you're teaching your children and watch the environment that you're putting them in because they will see that and think it is normal. Try to be aware of yourself and your surroundings, um, regardless of if you're a parent or a child, and appreciate the good things that they have done for you. Even though they may not have been the best all the time, they were just doing the best at the time. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Coffee Talks with Ash. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Know that you are loved and appreciated, no matter what anybody else says, and no matter how weird, goofy, or squirrely you are, like me myself, you are loved and appreciated, and the world would be a much sadder place without you here. Thank you.